0: Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there, and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast. Once again, you've reached episode number 276 entitled Creating Online Courses Fast with Wishlist Members New Courses Add-On. It was published on Thursday the 28th of April 2022. My name is Nathan Wrigley and as always, a little bit of housekeeping just before we begin... I suppose the first thing I ought to mention is the fact that the Page Builder Summit is coming around. We're going to be doing a version four of the Page Builder Summit. It's happening from the 20th to the 24th of June 2022. Let me say those dates again. 20th to the 24th of June 2022. And we've got the website up and running. The website at the moment is just to give you an indication of the speakers who've been confirmed. And there's some lovely ones in there, some fresh new faces and some old friends coming back for another round as well, you can join our waitlist by clicking the pink button on that website and that will allow us to keep you updated as and when the tickets go on sale. You can find all of that at pagebuildersummit.com. That's pagebuildersummit.com and we would love to have your participation in that summit later on in the year. Another thing to mention is if you enjoy the WP Builds podcast, please feel free to share it. Our Twitter handle is at WP Builds. Please give us a nice review on your podcast player of choice. That always helps. And if you want to stay in touch, go to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. And over there you're going to find some choices of newsletters. I recommend that you sign up for both. One of them will tell you about deals that we find out about and the other one will just tell you about content, which is the podcast that we create now on a Thursday. That's what you're listening to now. And also the This Week in WordPress show. If you don't know about that one, that's a really fun conversation. It happens live 2pm UK time every Monday. And then we put it out as a podcast episode on Tuesday. So it should come into your feed if you subscribe. But we always enjoy it when people show up. It's me and typically three other WordPressers live on the screen. And we try to put as many of the comments that you suggest onto the screen as well. Really enjoy your participation. So that's wpbuilds.com forward slash live. And the last one is WPBuilds.com forward slash deals. The deals page is a bit like Black Friday, but every single day of the year, loads of money off, percentages off, coupon codes for plugins, themes, blocks, hosting, the lot. Go and check it out. It's all searchable and filterable. Okay. Okay. What are we talking about today? Well, we're talking with Tracy Childers, all about Wishlist Member, but not the Wishlist Member membership plugin, which has been out for ages. We're instead talking about a new courses add-on and the courses add-on, as I say, is new. It's designed, well, it's an LMS. It's a learning management system and it enables you to set up courses on your WordPress website. The point of it is speed. Tracy makes the point over and over again that you can do things really, really fast. If you're happy with the layouts that they've got, then you can get up and running really, really quickly in a matter of minutes, they claim. Also, we talk about the options to customise the interface, templates that they've got, the fact that you can track progress. There's quizzes, gamification and page builder support. There's loads going on here. And slightly unusually, we've got a bit of a scoop. We never have scoops in this podcast, but may I recommend that you stick right to the end of the podcast because there's a little bit of a scoop about the future of Wishlist Member, who's going to be in charge, and what the roadmap is. So I hope that you enjoy the podcast. I am joined on the podcast today by Tracy Childers. Hello, Tracy. Hello, Nathan.
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Um, you're very welcome. It occurs to me, we, we spoke probably, I don't know, I reckon we've done about 15 minutes before we click the record button, something like that, which we typically do just to get to know the guests and so on. But it occurred to me that I did not ask you um, where you are from and where you're, where you're recording from today. So that's my first question, banal, though okay. it may be.
1: Well, I grew up in Orlando, Florida, and uh, shortly after college. Uh, i got married and i moved to memphis tennessee Mm. and uh we were here for quite a long time and uh for some crazy reasons we ended up moving to park city utah which is a little ski town and uh, with the intention that it was going to be for one year and one year only and That one year quickly turned into four years. (laughs) And then we moved back to Memphis, Tennessee. So I, I am here in
0: Memphis. Thank you. That's great. We're here to talk about wishlist products. Wishlist products I am sure you've heard of before. If you've been in the WordPress space for any length of time, this well, it feels like you've been doing this forever in terms of WordPress. When did you actually launch the company? Was it you that launched the company? uh, Yes,
1: it was. uh, It was back in 2008 and it was uh, myself and a very close friend who was my business partner named Stu McLaren. And uh, we started with one uh, employee and his name was Mike Lopez. And he is now our lead developer and he's become a partial business partner of mine after Stu uh went on to do some other things in terms of his training business. And so that's us. And just to put it in perspective, Nathan, you said it seems like forever. Uh back in two thousand eight uh there was a company uh, called Woo Themes, yeah. not WooCommerce. Yeah, I remember them. <laughs> and, <laughs> Put it even more into perspective for everybody. That's back when Katy Perry was releasing her first song and Lady Gaga was coming on the scene. So it was a long time ago
0: for sure. Yeah. yeah, just to give us some context about that. It's nothing to do with the podcast in general. But was it a difficult thing trying to get a commercial product launched in the WordPress ecosystem at that time? I mean, now you know that when you come to WordPress, you are you are talking to millions. But back then, was it... Was it less optimistic? Was it more of a grind? More difficult?
1: Yeah, it's uh, a fantastic question, and I can tell <laughs> you know this space very very well. So if you <laughs> go back then, um, this is actually how the whole idea evolved. Was you know I interesting? I just mentioned Woo themes, and back then they had a membership, and if you paid to uh, join their membership, you got a new theme every month. And uh, there were some other companies that were starting to follow that model. Uh, But really, there were not hardly any uh, premium plugins. And so our original concept is we need to be the first membership that creates a plugin every month because plugin there's only two things, right? There's themes and there's plugins and nobody is doing this with plugins so naturally in order to do that we needed to create a membership platform and so that's where we started our first plugin was going to be wishlist member and that would run our business so that we could create monthly plugins and we had no idea how big the demand was for a true native wordpress plugin to run a membership site because back then there weren't a lot of options
0: Yeah, it was quite a bold move in many ways launching back then? Because there was no, no knowledge that, I mean, it could have been Drupal, right? It could have been Joomla. It yes. really could have gone <laughs> in any direction and you sunk your, stuck your flag in the sand with WordPress and the rest, as they say, is history. I can't remember whether you said this a moment ago or whether you said it prior to pressing record, but you did say that your team is now 17. So you're on, you're on really firm ground. It must, have, it must have been a, well, let's say a profitable journey along the road
1: yeah it it has been and just to be honest there's there's also been some real challenges you Mm -hmm. know i mean uh if you go back then um we didn't have uh really much competition at all and we were really one of the first i'm not saying the first but one of the first premium plugins uh certainly one of the first uh premium membership site plugins And so we had people that were wanting to start a membership that didn't even know WordPress. They, they didn't, you know, now it's like they go WordPress and then they say, oh, okay. What, what pieces do I need in order to do what I want with WordPress? Back then people were saying, I just want to run a membership site. And they were becoming familiar with WordPress from the very beginning. And so you mentioned Drupal and Joomla, and actually it was really, really challenging, Nathan, because uh, WordPress was certainly getting their momentum, but they were not uh, the clear cut leader like they are today. Mm -hmm. So consequently, we wrote uh, the original code in a way that we could eventually run it as a plugin for Drupal and Joomla and all that because we were looking out at what we thought was the vision of, of where everything was going. And uh, little did we know <laughs> that there was this visionary named Matt Mullenweg that, that really had a really clear vision. And so we didn't really understand the whole WordPress game and the whole thing with GPL. And uh, you know, as things started growing, we even got on the naughty list because we did what it, any software developer thought they should do, and we obfuscated our code. And uh, that's a little bit different than encrypting your code. When you encrypt it, you have to install something that, that'll let it run. We just obfuscated it. And uh, so any like true developer, they could have seen what was there, but just we wanted to be really careful with just the customers that they wouldn't break the code. And so we thought that was a, a smart move. And it turns out that's not how WordPress works. (laughs) So it kind of like, I, sort of transitioned. I, I kind of think of it as I, uh, came over from the dark side and I finally saw, (laughs) (laughs) saw the real vision of WordPress and the brilliance of it. And, uh, never ever think about doing anything with Drupal or Joomla anymore, obviously.
0: Well, I think it's fair to say that most of you have heard um, about Wishlist Member. If you haven't heard of Wishlist Member or indeed if you're just curious because you've got a different solution, the the URL speaks for itself. It is literally wishlistmember.com, no hyphens or anything like that. Wishlistmember.com. Go and check that out if you want to look at the membership solution. We may stray into membership things a little bit later, but the purpose of this podcast today is to talk about something I'm going to say new. It may be that you've been grinding away at this for like the last five years I don't know but Hmm. it's new to me it's called um, wishlist courses or at least I believe it's called wishlist courses maybe it's wishlist member courses the url is wishlistmember.com forward slash guess what courses and that's what we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about why if you have some kind of learning management system need you you want to just sort of throw this into the the cart to have a look at first things first um you in your video right at the top of the page you go the first pitch that you make is about the speed at which you can create courses i don't know if that was intentional if that is the uvp but that was the message that i received anyway tell us about the vision for that because it feels like you want people to be up and running in a few minutes really
1: yeah really uh nathan you said you said it's new um but maybe we've been working on it for five years um if you really uh dial back and look at the big picture, um we've kind of been at it for almost 10 years, really. So what it is 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 it's called Wishless Member and it's the courses add-on. So if you recall earlier and I said we wanted to be a monthly plug-in company, um we actually did that and we ran a membership site and it was called Wishless Insider for years and years and years. And part of that membership was that you got a new plugin um, every month. And eventually it became a real challenge because I felt like we were turning out uh, mediocre plugins and scrambling to get them done by the release date. And as soon as they were released, we had to jump to the next one. So we started creating all these plugins and in that time, there were a few that were really, really good and popular. One of them was a points plugin. One of them was a badges plugin and one of them was a quizzes plugin. And so we kind of sat on top of those, those really the, the first version were, were created, you know, eight to 10 years ago. Um, But uh, the courses we were really trying to crack that nut because it's kind of obvious with the growth of LearnDash and Tutor LMS and uh, I mean all the different course course or LMS plugins. Really, Um, we're living in a world where people have really really good knowledge that they want to share and potentially sell. And so you really need a good platform to do that on. And so as I started um, digging into it, I, re- I really kind of became obsessed because I'm looking at all of these different things. And even um, sensei LMS is really one of the first ones to hit. I think it actually was released way back in the day when it was still Woo Themes and it wasn't truly WooCommerce. And the big frustration on it was, okay, Um, I'm setting this up, but when I press go, it doesn't look like it's supposed to look right. And so that's where the speed issue came is like, you know, it really shouldn't be this complicated. If you have the content created already and you already have them in videos, you really should just be able to go through and type the name of the lesson, the description of the course and put a link and then basically hit publish and it should just look good right out of the box. And so that's what we were really striving for. Uh, Wishlist Member has a lot of integrations. We have a really strong integration with LearnDash, Tutor, um, just about any LMS, like the top LMSs that you could think of. We, we have an integration with them. So I was even going that route. I was like, okay, I don't, I don't think we'll ever build a true LMS. And I just continue to get more and more frustrated because... Yeah, I could do this, but I couldn't do that. And so finally, I was like, just, we have to build our own courses. And so the courses was the piece that really tied it all together. And so it took us almost a year in terms of actually building to really get it in. And it started, we planned on it to be a little bit smaller than what uh, we initially released it at. uh, Just because along the way, we recognized, yeah, well, it has to do this <laughs> and, you know, it has to do that. And so it's super exciting because we're really just getting started with it because we've got a lot more ahead in terms of what we want to accomplish.
0: Yeah, the I love stories like that. I love the, the fact that, you know, you were doing a whole bunch of stuff and there were missteps along the way. And curiously, the fact that you were releasing things perhaps on too tight of a schedule and what have you, but at least it gave you the... It gave you the background it gave you an insight into what people were wanting and because you had all these add-ons you were able to have data on what do people actually want what's popular what are they using and so on and then out of that comes other things it's although you look back and you you might sort of scratch your head and think why did we do it that way It it was you know if you hadn't done it that way who knows you may never have arrived at the the conversation that we're having today and the product that you've got out so the the interface i know it's tricky audio is always difficult for this kind of thing but would you be able to just describe the the process if if i go and use the product what what am i actually doing to get a course going i mean like i said it, you you claim that it's several minutes which is great what's the process to get the first lesson up and running
1: yeah so let's let's back up just a little bit and talk okay. about the whole uh we call it the courses add-on and i mentioned that there's points and uh, badges and all that stuff so we actually release those in modules because we recognize that not everybody may have a point system and not everybody wants to have badges and stuff so we we started off where you can just uh enable or disable any of the modules so then the like i said the real heart of it is the courses and so the first thing you do is you go in and you say, I wanna create a new course. And okay, well, what's the course called? And you just give it a name. And then the next thing is says, well, naturally um, you want to create a module and then you can type the name of the module and you can give it uh, a description or you can put in a, a video there. And then the next thing is the lessons and you create those in the same same drill. So literally you, you click, I want to add one. What's the name? What's the video? And um, and then when you publish it, it it's really all laid out in a simple interface. And we we designed it so that it would um, look the same way uh, no matter what theme you are using. And because that's where we found <laughs> to be the yep. biggest challenges. Yep. So that's what we're talking about within minutes. If you already have your content created, you really just gotta type in the information
0: and click go (laughs) right so you're filling out a couple of fields you've you've hopefully spent a bit of time creating your super duper course about i don't know whatever it might be knitting or crocheting or something like that yeah Uh, you got your videos made you come over you you fill out some form fields that's it Up, don't even upload the video link to the video and you're done that's great in terms of customization, you know what WordPressers are like, especially people who listen to a podcast like this who are mm-hmm. likely obsessed with it. They're uh, they're going to look at the the way that you've done it, and I'm sure for most people that'll be satisfactory. It, I confess I looked at it fairly closely on the website, and I I like it. It looks looks great. But Thank there's you. going to be the crowd listening to this podcast going to go, yeah, but what if I wanted to customize it and what have you? What if I wanted little bits of that to be slightly different? You've, um, you're have you talking on the website. I don't know if this has happened yet, but the, there's aspects of it which you put into blocks or Elementor elements, or, and you mentioned widgets as well. Do you want to give us some insight into that? Is it fairly yeah. easy to customize? and Sure, so that's,
1: a, that's an excellent point. And here's what we recognize, Nathan, Uh, most people want to, um, just have it be simple and look good. Uh, but we also recognize that there are a lot of people that want to get really deep down into customization. So the way that we built it is that you, you, these things that we talked about, where you type in the name and the link and all those, those are all in our interface and. Now they ultimately get published on a custom post type in WordPress and you really can go directly to that lesson and we have a little button. Once you click it, you click here and you'll go into the WordPress editor and you can use any page builder to add other things on that lesson and they will show up now below your video. So that's kind of the first step in terms of like true customization yeah we're handling most of this um layout the what the end user sees. But if you want to you know put an accordion there with uh your specific downloads for that lesson, you can build it out any way you want. so that's that's kind of phase one. Uh, phase one also includes one single template. Phase two is going to have us giving you other templates, not themes, but templates which are essentially the layouts yeah. of, uh, how your, uh, course looks, uh, phase three, and along with phase two, we're going to have our own blocks and the widgets in there that y- you already can put these wherever you want. Now phase three is where you can truly use the page builder to move our elements around. And so that you could
0: change the, the layout any way that you want okay so you'll 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 have like element or elements so you could drag the video to the right and the right. comments or whatever it might be to the left and the, exactly. whatever you want put it anywhere okay that's interesting it it fascinating to me it looks like if i stare at the last 5 years of just everything that's to do with wordpress i think the word that springs to mind is templates in yeah. in gutenberg we're calling them you know patterns, but basically it's the same idea. You've got a pre-configured layout which you can drop somewhere, and you're good to go. It's just quick, easy, repeatable. So, it, it, do you have those? And I don't necessarily mean in terms of layout. Do you have other templates, like a a typical course template where I don't know the modules get dropped in in a certain order? So, some way that you can scaffold the building of all the different bits. We don't have that right now, but that's what I'm talking about
1: uh that's coming and we're already working on things where you can go in and add something here and add something there Uh, it'll take you know uh, a decent amount of time to get to where we really want to go long term but i'm with you like when you look at the last five years i've uh i guess fairly recently just kind of become fascinated with history and if you go back and you just look at history it can almost Uh, dictate what's going to happen in the future so Mm. you can bet that i'm looking around at what everybody is doing and you're absolutely right when you say it seems like everything's going the way of the templates so we're definitely focused on that
0: nice you you mentioned that there's a whole ton of different i don't know what to what word to use i'm going to go for features let's go for features Mm -hmm. inside of the the platform so for example We've got things like um, progress tracking, which I think we'll come back to uh, as a first point in a moment. You've got quizzes, gamification, badges, and a whole load of different things. But let's let's start with uh, progress tracking, because before we hit record, you mentioned that that was something which you felt from feedback from your customers was the most important bit. That's curious to me. I, I'm just wondering why that was the most important bit.
1: Yeah, for some reason, uh, as we work, I mean, you know we've had thousands and thousands of customers, and um, I actually buy all kinds of information products too and <laughs> I, I, I mean i I buy almost everything nathan and and i've I just found that myself included is like, well, did I watch this already, or did I not?" It's real simple if if that's the only thing that you're focused on. It's like yeah, I'm just going through this and I'm gonna knock the course out. But if it's a six hour course, I mean, it may take me you know three weeks to get to it because I'm also watching all these other things and then I just I just forgot what I've watched and what I haven't. Yep. And it's like I just found that it was the number one thing that people were asking about, even. Even to the extent that there was a, a plugin, I think it was called WP complete that, that, uh, got acquired in an acquisition. And that and was literally, it was the only thing that it did was provide a progress tracker and we were really close to building something similar to that. And it just really kind of evolved. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was looking at that thing like
0: five years ago, really. Yeah. I guess if you're, if you're into creating courses. The, the the biggest thing that you want to do is get people from the beginning right through to the end that's your primary goal and obviously mm-hmm. it relies upon the content being any good but the platform around it matters as well and if I disappear you know I, I sit the first four hours of your six-hour course and I disappear and go off on holiday it, it is it is really frustrating to come back and think where was I in fact, yeah. so frustrating is that, that there's I think there's a quite a big chance that you'll drop off at that point because you can't really be bothered to figure out where you were. So that kind of stuff does seem, yeah, really important. Does the platform sort of take action? You know, if I'm enrolled as one of the people taking the course, does it kind of figure out that I've not been around for very long and kind of jolt me and notify me in certain ways? Well,
1: times? we don't have like all of the things built into place so that you can send marketing messages and such but we do have everything tied in in a way that you could set that up so for example um you know we've run our business with a system called infusionsoft yeah uh, Yeah. now called keep and there's certainly so many others active campaign and, and all kinds of things but if you understand marketing automation you can as soon as somebody puts or completes a lesson, you could tie in and you could put them in a sequence. And, uh, you could let them stay in that sequence for let's just say five days or, or three days, it really doesn't matter. And then after three days, that system could say, Hey, we noticed that you haven't, uh, logged in in a while. And so that system could do it in our system, if they finished another lesson, it would pull them out and put so it gets into some sophisticated marketing automation for the people that really geek out on that stuff. You could I mean the sky's the
0: limit. You could waste weeks of time yeah. figuring out every yeah possible comedy. Okay, so that's interesting. You do it in that way. So you rely on the yeah. third party integrations. Yeah, that works. Um Okay, let's go on to some of the other fun little features. Quizzes and gamification and badges. Let's, let's cover off those bits. What's all that about? Well,
1: they all tie in together, Nathan. And so just like I said, with the marketing automation, uh, with a third-party system, um, that's just for sending emails and things like that. But as soon as you fin- finish a lesson, you could give people points. Um, if you finish a lesson or a module or even an entire course... You could also assign them a badge and the whole thing with gamification. It's really kind of crazy to even wrap your head around, uh, the ramifications of it, because when you start to understand that people will take action just so that they can have a digital badge so that they (laughs) can just say, yeah, I have that badge, (laughs) uh, it, it blows me away. I've done it myself included. I I told you earlier that I lived in Park City, Utah, and Vail the brilliant. They have their whole epic pass uh, app on your phone, and I went out um, to do some crazy things on the mountain. Literally, just so that I could have this little badge show up in my app <laughs> that nobody else would even see but yeah. I knew it was there.
0: <laughs> it is it is interesting as well because it, you know it, it speaks to the quality of the of the membership that you're offering. You know, if you're not engaged in the community that you're running and the membership system that you're running I'm guessing that those badges will probably fall by the wayside. But, you know, if you're offering real value there and that badge is seen as important or the badge leads to something, you know, it might be that you get a discount code or something. The point is, yeah. if, if there's enough value behind the badge people will go for it, won't they? And, and in your case, you know, you, you do the veil thing and the mountain stuff because <laughs> you see the value in that even though everybody else would just sort of look and, oh, look, Tracy's got a badge. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah. But if, if you're in that ecosystem and you cultivate that membership system and you make it important and those things matter, I'm guessing you can make those really powerful.
1: A hundred percent because you hit it right on the nail, that nail right on the head, Nathan, is, uh, with all of those things, with the points and everything, you can also add them to a different membership level. Yep. And then when they are on that different membership level, you can do all kinds of things. Uh, so literally, and then the same thing with the badges, you know, people in the site can see your badges. Uh, we also have the points, so it has a system where you can create a leaderboard and people start to know the leaders in the community because they're the ones that have the most points because you can assign that they get points when they comment on a post, when they uh, do all kinds of things. It's not just taking the course, uh, but it's also, we, we haven't really touched on quizzes. Quizzes can um, be put into your course and then you can't maybe even go to the next bit of content until you've proved that you were able to take the quiz okay yeah so it's all intertwined together
0: so you may you may nominally complete a module but you can't advance to the next portion until you've you've proved that you can answer a series of questions but yeah i don't know multiple yes choice that's actually it
1: something that we're in the middle of working on and we were just we just about when we initially launched the courses out on we said quizzes was coming soon and uh, we have released the quizzes now. Um, but the next thing is what we call linear learning. And you can make sure that they can't go, they can't like jump around if that's the way that you wanted to control it.
0: Oh, got it. So A always goes to B, always goes to C until finally yes. you get to X, Y. And well, we say Z, right. but you, you get the point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> Okay, that's really interesting. And for many things... That would be totally essential. You just don't want people scooting around and getting to the end because you just can't get to C unless you've passed three B. That's good, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, gamification is a term that I never really understand. I sort of see aspects of it. I'm I'm not a big user of um, mobile phone apps and uh, you know things that necessarily do the gamification thing. Just give us an insight into what that even is. Uh, you know, maybe some concrete examples of what you've seen and what have you.
1: Well, yeah, we already—I already gave you the one example of the Epic Mix app, and um, if I dial back, I think that gamification came on the scene maybe roughly ten
0: years ago. That or seems so. to be where I'm. Yeah, that's. That yeah. Seems to be the first time I remember it. Yeah. I mean,
1: it may have been around um, before that, but. Um, it, it just seems like that's when everybody started to really understand it. And the whole thing, it, if, if you don't know what gamification is at all, it's sort of hard to wrap your head around it. But ultimately, it's about creating engagement and keeping people active in your course or your membership site. And a really good example of somebody who's made, I wanted to say millions, but probably billions, Nathan, off of gamification, is Starbucks. And Starbucks, everybody knows about the mobile app. You can order ahead and you can just pick it up. But they also let you uh, earn points. And uh, once you get a certain number of points, you can redeem those points for free coffee, free desserts. And so that's kind of the same thing that we're doing with the points. and it's like, we want you to earn these points, and then we'll let you redeem them. And then where they really get it right is that they track everything and then they say, hey, guess what? Tomorrow is double points day <laughs> And come yeah. on in. And you're like, oh man, I haven't been there in a while. I definitely yeah. want to get the double points. Yeah. yeah, And then it's like, if you order this, then you will get that. And so, they have just nailed it, in my opinion.
0: And there's more and more people that are, are following suit as well. It kind of, it, it just makes, if you do it right, and I'm guessing like with everything, you know, list Member, it's a solid product, but unless your course is good, you're, you're, you know, it doesn't matter what software you're using. You've got to have a good piece of content. It's the same here. The more effort you put into things like the gamification and try to figure out clever ways to keep people involved, I'm guessing that's the truth. You know, you just have to spend time with it. Think of things that your community are going to want to interact with. Think of good prizes and things that you're going to be able to offer them and it maybe, you know, you double the reward on this day of the week or you do something different. That's that's something you're just gonna to have to do. You're gonna double down on the effort that you put in to make your content desirable.
1: Yeah. And, um, I was going to say, I'll give you, give away a little secret here. Um, and, and maybe it's not really a secret, but I think that most people don't know about it. Um, you know, when we go all the way back to 2008 and how we really got into this stuff, everybody was talking about membership sites back then, you know, uh, my previous, my previous software venture, Everybody was talking about online video, and I just knew, man, I had to have something, so I created online video. But now, when you move forward with memberships, it really started around 2004, 2006. People were really starting to talk about it. And that was ultimately, it was like the holy grail where you could build your business so that you had predictable income. You weren't always chasing a new customer. You were getting repeat customers. So then what I found is that so many people recognize, yes, I would love to have a business. Yes, I would love to have predictable income. But then they were like, yeah, but how do I get people to trust me to pay me? Like they don't even know me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we find that people people like to buy things from people that they know, like, and trust, right? And so then I was like, well, you know what? ultimately the real secret is is to have what we call a hybrid site so that you can sell them a course it's not a huge commitment but through that course you get to know them and then you get to start the engagement going and then it all of a sudden your monthly continuity membership is sort of a no-brainer where some people say it's just too hard to sell other people say Well, it's actually easy because my front end course does all the selling and it's not even really selling it. People just go to the membership because they want to engage with me. And so I think that that's one of the most exciting opportunities for people that are really getting into, you know, infopreneuring or selling digital information is to have that hybrid type of a site.
0: It kind of feels like the the courses product fits into a bigger. It's like one of the jigsaw pieces in the wider wish list product group. Exactly. So it, it's just one part. And again, just before we hit record, you were talking about how you can. I don't know. You might be able to sell the course and then fit them inside a membership, or have a membership going and then be able to fit them inside the course. So you've got a bigger structure. And I, I could be wrong about this. I'm very well. Maybe I don't know. But it feels like most membership platforms don't do they or don't they offer the the course platform parallel
1: well if you uh look at the industry and uh you see who the leaders are um you know certainly in the wordpress industry uh chris lemma is probably who i would consider like the top authority on it and you know every year goes through and he breaks down um all the membership plugins and and what things they do and what they don't and that's actually one of his criteria can you create uh content that can be sold in the form of a membership and courses because you know certainly if you think about some of the big the biggest people in the industry just with with courses it's you know like teachable and thinkific and and stuff and it's it's almost like well It's great because you can build, you can build something easily as long as it fits exactly how they want you to build it. And so we've gone a little bit of a different direction. We want it to be easy for you, but we also want you to be able to build whatever you want because we're talking about people use our product to build the type of sites that they would, that they would have to spend, you know, well over ten to twenty thousand dollars to have a real truly custom site that did anything that they want we're trying to basically create a tool that says here you could build that with wishlist member and the combination of a page builder
0: that you like Hmm. it's a nerdy question i'm afraid but i know i'm going to get asked (laughs) because of the uh the fact that core web vitals is on the horizon well it's, it's been and gone it's in the background now the uh the, and the audience of this podcast do do like the technical questions from time to time, and so how ha- how have you found the 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 server load? You know, I mean, there's a lot going on. You know, we talked about um, courses and quizzes and gamification of badges and page builders There's a lot there, right? Yeah. And right. how have you found that? Um, and I know this isn't the SEO piece because the SEO will probably be done on the the sales website that leads people toward the the course website, but. How, in terms of the, the kind of thing that you can put this on, you know, like a $5 DigitalOcean droplet or does it need to be something a bit more robust? Is it is it pretty lean on the back end?
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's a, a, an important question for sure. And we get that a lot. And um, to start with, I, I do like geeking out on certain things. <laughs> um, um, I had this uh, point in my life where I thought that I wanted to be a coder and I wanted to do all this stuff myself and then kind of had this epiphany that I'm never going to be a great coder. <laughs> but what I am good at is seeing what people want and um, then finding really great coders and tell them what we need to build. So uh, all that leads me to say is um, it, it, it was kind of a big concern like hey well you know we've, we've talked to some people that have had massive systems you know with with like potentially a million people and i was like man i don't i don't know that it could handle the server load certainly everything everything in wordpress now uh benefits by by having more uh processing power um but we, we have just kind of been a little bit obsessed of, of constantly making tweaks so that it could perform uh, a little bit better here, a little bit better there, because it wasn't always the top-notch performance. So once we released courses recently, uh, I was working with um, a real good friend of mine who's had a site for you know well over 12 years running Wishlist Member um, a lot of people in it, Nathan. And, and then they also have like 250 different membership levels because right. of the way that they control content. <laughs> yeah. So you can imagine it was like, that thing is going to put it to the real test. And, um, uh, the, these guys are real bright. He has, he has a, a real high end coder on his side too. And he's like, man, I tried this and the, and the, thing just buckled and so we started looking into it and digging in and we found like okay well now we have to re-engineer a little bit here and so now even their site with thousands and thousands and thousands of members with 250 uh membership levels is still running very very well now so i'm super excited about that and just to say that I, i mean i don't know like could you get a, a five dollar hosting account? Um, yeah. but you know, we have a lot of people on WP Engine, a lot of people on SiteGround and search certainly uh DigitalOcean. Uh, I mean it'll run really well on all of those.
0: Yeah. Well it's nice to it's always nice to just get these questions out and um Yeah. At least at least know that somebody is sure. thinking about it. <laughs> um we're we're heading into about forty minutes, which is typically the sort of podcast episode okay. length. But before we go, I'm just gonna ask the Sort of the roadmap, staring into the future. Question: Tell us about what's on the agenda for all of these different pieces in terms of the course platform and what have you, or maybe the maybe the the wish list member, wish list products, brand as a whole. What's going on in the future? Well, it's
1: uh the the term roadmap is a good one, <laughs> and uh, we haven't always had what I would call a public roadmap. You know, I kind of kept my, uh, eye on the, the, the whole industry. And I would kind of say, Hey, this is where I think that we need to be headed. And, uh, this is, I've seen this here and that, and then, then we actually realized, no, we need to have a public roadmap. And so I'm pretty sure it's, it's right now it's at wishlistmember.com forward slash roadmap. And that's where we say, yes, we've already decided to work on this um we're considering this and it also gives people the ability to share ideas i think there's a tab that says ideas so people submit those to us and i've really been blown away nathan (laughs) it's like wow that's a good idea and i i don't know that i would have thought of that and i'm also looking at all those things okay how does that interact with this and so it's very very exciting to think about what we've already accomplished, but then really recognize, man, we're just getting started with this thing. And so the future is very, very bright. And um, uh, I have one other really big secret <laughs> that I haven't shared with anybody else. Oh. And so <laughs> hopefully I'm not letting this out too early, um, but as of last night... Wow. Just signed uh, the paperwork to sell wishlist member. And (laughs) it's, um, it's been a super exciting time for me. Um, Not because, uh, oh, I built this thing. And I'm ready to go into retirement. Um, You know, my wife and I uh, just recently became empty nesters. So it's, It's already a very (laughs) exciting time for us in our lives. Um, Do things again. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And, um, it's not like I just sold, uh, this business to, um, somebody that's gonna like dismantle it and run it into the ground. I sold it to a really close friend, uh, that understands this industry inside and out. And, uh, I'm actually looking at it more in terms of a partnership because uh, the fact that I was able to, to, he's put me in a position where I can let go of working on all the little things that were bogging me down Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. just really focus on big picture stuff so that he and I can, can dream a bit. And uh, his name is Micah Mitchell and the company is going to be called Member <laughs> And nice. Member Shipper is the holding company for multiple brands. Uh, if you know the name Micah Mitchell, you may recognize that he has built another product for membership sites called Membarium. Yes. And so Membarium is not going away. <laughs> people love memberium it's a great product uh but uh is a much bigger picture because it recognizes the whole thing and i'm just incredibly excited about working with him and building it all to take it to the next level so
0: I, I, i feel like we just got a scoop (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
1: it is so hopefully this doesn't come out before it's yeah, supposed to <laughs> yeah
0: yeah we'll have a conversation after we've hit record just to make sure that we don't cross any, any okay, legal boundaries great. there yeah that's a good idea Thank okay you. that's really interesting well first of all congratulations that must Thank you. obviously you wouldn't have done it unless there was a uh, you know some happiness on the other side of that exchange of contracts that's congrat. i won't ask but just <laughs> well done that you're obviously pleased with that are you sticking around Yes, uh, nice. I am
1: committed to one year. Um, uh, when I was a much younger guy, uh, uh, right out of college, my father and I built a company and we sold it. And I was running that company. And again, I was committed to one year. Uh, I ended up sticking around for two years and I was just ready to get out and, and be in the technology field. And I, you know, I've been doing this. Uh, I guess you'd call it infopreneuring and, uh, all of this for well over 20 years now. And so the excitement is that I can stick around as long as I want to. And the way my energy level has, uh, just been increasing, um, uh, over the last, you know, few weeks and working this whole deal out, you know, I just want to be really honest, Nathan, um, you know, sometimes people think, wow, that's just a, a glamorous thing to run a business. And, you know, then you hear about the exciting uh, times when people sell and it's like good for them. But what most people don't see is, man, sometimes it's really, really challenging. Yeah, and It can yeah, take yeah. a lot out of you. And when we rebuilt Wishlist Member, when I got it out the door, I was completely completely exhausted and um fortunately i was able to rebuild my energy and strength back to to keep going and take us to the next level and get us uh uh, the courses out the door but uh, it took a lot a lot of work to get this all out the door and um uh now uh this this whole thing is just giving me a huge boost of energy so I think I'm going to be around for
0: a lot longer than one year. <laughs> <laughs> the, it, this is this is nothing new in the WordPress space, is it? We've seen acquisition on upon yeah. acquisition upon acquisition in the last a year. And I, honestly, I am. I, you know, it became almost like a bit of a trope, didn't it? Oh, another WordPress acquisition. But it really seems that over the last few years, just about all of those have landed in the right place. In that they the product has kept going. The audience has been satisfied. Yeah, there may have been a few changes yeah. and a little few hiccups in messaging in certain particular cases that I can think of. But the fact that you're able to to gain a bit of energy, the fact that you're able to hand it on to somebody who appears from everything that you've just said to have a great deal of experience in this space and it's abling, enabling you maybe to take a bit of time out, take a back seat, a bit more blue sky thinking on your part and all of that. Um, we, have, we have plenty of examples to look at where that, acquisition was the beginning of a new journey not the end of the road definitely yeah and
1: uh you're absolutely correct there's been so many acquisitions and sometimes you know they're um you know kind of typical ones where it's uh, you know you got the big players that keep gobbling up uh, a lot of different things and uh, this one seems to be a little bit different because um, we're seeing the vision. One of the things that was the biggest for me in terms of a whole deal uh, was really that the brand uh, would continue to go on. Yeah, that's um, nice. because if I just thought somebody's gonna come in, dismantle, you know I, I wouldn't have done it. Um, but when you get the right person and they really see the vision and they actually can push the vision, even further than you thought was possible, um, that's where the real magic happens. And so it's good times for, for me right now.
0: Oh, what a, what a nice way to end the podcast. Congratulations. Yeah, hearty congratulations. That's brilliant. Um, Thank you so much, I, I, I don't really know whether your that. email address or Twitter handle will be the same by the time this comes out. Maybe you'll have a different email. I doubt it. But just in case people want to reach out to you, um, you can give us the website if you wish, but if you want to give us a, an email address or a Twitter handle, you can do that as well. Whatever, yeah, whatever works. Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> it's always a good question because people say, oh, hit me up on social media. And uh, I mean, you know, I'm I'm on LinkedIn and I'm on Facebook. I'm really not good with social media. I In fact, I just <laughs> started my Facebook account like two or three years ago. So um, it, you know it's not the best way to reach me the the best way to reach me is probably just email me directly like if if there was really something for us to talk about and uh, my email address is Tracy t-r-a-c-y at wishlistproducts.com so um, certainly our website you mentioned earlier is wishlistmember.com and another way is uh, if you file a support ticket the team uh, that was which actually is how you reached me, Nathan. I think you uh, uh, created a support ticket. Yeah, and... was that right? Yeah, I think that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it got assigned to me uh, because it was specifically you wanted to talk to me directly. So... And then, and then after that, that we made the first connection on the support system, and it then works. I said, hey, "Email me directly." <laughs> yeah, here we are getting I'm a old school, I guess. <laughs> Couldn't be
0: better. It's a win-win. It's a complete yeah. win-win. Tracy, I really enjoyed having you on the podcast today. Thanks for sharing all that news towards the end as well. And um, yeah, one last time, if you fancy going and checking out the new courses um, add-on, you're looking for wishlistmember.com forward slash courses. Tracy Childers, thanks so much.
1: Thank you so much, Nathan. One last word. I just want to say huh. thank you to you. Oh, and and I also just the things that you have done with uh, WP Builds and WP Tavern is like, it's people like this that really make the WordPress space uh, just continue to grow. So. Really want to say thank you to uh, to you for all your hard work oh, a good and efforts. Uh, if
0: I had a, a red emoji, I would <laughs> use it at the moment. I've gone steaming on the cheeks. Thanks so much. <laughs> Cheers, Tracy. I appreciate it. All right. That. Thank you. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that podcast. It was lovely chatting to Tracy all about Wishlist Member, but more specifically about the courses. If you're interested in leaving a comment, head over to WPBuilds.com. Search for episode number 276 and you can leave a comment there. Or head over to WPBuilds.com forward slash Facebook. Join our Facebook group, 3000 plus very polite WordPressers, and you can make some comments in there. Just one little final reminder. I said it at the top of the show, Page Builder Summit, number four. It's coming around 20th to the 24th of June. Check it out, pagebuildersummit.com. Hopefully we'll see you next Thursday for a podcast episode or perhaps for the Monday This Week in WordPress show. Perhaps we'll see you then. I hope so. If not, have a lovely week. Stay safe. I'm going to fade in some cheesy music and say bye-bye for now.